Okay, so I never did get around to this vision that I had of this baby. So I was like carrying this baby around and I was like taking care of this baby. And then all I know is like, I just felt like this my baby, this my baby, but I know I don't have no baby. So I'm like, what am I like the babysitter? But like, it just felt like it was my baby in a vision at first, but something just felt off and weird, but I was still just taking care of it. And so that's not, next thing I know, it felt like somebody just told me like, you know, that baby, that's not your baby. And I'm like, how is it not my baby if I'm taking care of this baby? Who baby is it? I'm like, it don't matter who baby it is. I'm still going to take care of it because it's a baby. And then that's when I realized, like, the baby had pockets. Like, grown person pockets. And I remember, like, putting my charger in the baby pockets. And I had put, like, so much stuff in this baby pockets. And I did not know, like... Why does baby got big pockets like a adult? And then the baby, then all I know is that her spice said, like, that baby is old. If that's your baby, why is that baby old? That baby old. So then I looked at the baby again. You know, as I laid the baby down, I was just carrying this baby everywhere. I laid the baby down, and I'm like, uh-uh, this is not my baby. This is an old baby. I'm not just about to be carrying an old baby. And then next thing I know, the baby, I just start taking my stuff out of the baby pockets. And the baby, like, why are you taking yourself out of my pockets? Because the baby can tell. Like, <laughs> I'm getting, the, I'm about to leave this baby because it's ain't my baby. Like, this an adult. I'm not to carry no adult, no old person around that's pretending to be a baby. And so, because it was like, there was like, so you don't care that's an old person. I'm like, it's a baby, you know, and they're like, if it's an old person, you're still going to be changing his diapers and carrying it around? No. So put that baby down or something like that. Like, they's like, you would care. Because at first, I'm just like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's a baby. I wouldn't realize it. And then when it made me realize it, I was like, okay, no. And so I put the baby on the couch and I had pat the baby back. I went in the pockets and took the charger out. When I went in the pockets and took the charger out the baby pockets, the baby lifted up, turned around, and was talking. And then I was like, you was not talking or nothing before. You know, you was just a baby. Now you just up and you got all this, you know, you are so aware. You got all this, you know, mobility and activity of your limbs. All this stuff that you're doing. You're not a baby. And it was so weird. It was so weird. And I just woke up and... You know, all I could think about when I woke up from this vision is like, man, I hate these weird visions. And what is this? Like, what is this, you know, that God is trying to show me? Because I keep having these weird visions about these babies that's not babies. They like really adults. And then it reminds me of that movie, um, Passion of Christ, when you know, Satan was carrying that demon child that was really just like a really old-looking big baby was carrying that demon child. And 
at the end when Christ died on the cross for the forgiveness of all of our sins, all the demon children in hell died. And Satan was, you know, wroth. But all I know is like, that's how I feel when I'm carrying these babies. I feel like. It's that demon baby from Passion of Christ. And I I can't, I hate these visions so much because they're so weird, but I don't know what they mean. I don't know what they mean. Talking children that are really adults, talking babies that are really adults. Well, I'm always taking care of these babies that's really actually adults. And like, it's like demonic, like they're demon babies or something. And I don't know what it means. I don't understand it. But, you know... I don't really know what God's trying to tell me pertaining to that. I do know that a lot of this time that I'm in this fight, it feels like God is telling me, like, you know, I'm healing your body. I'm healing your body. You know, I feel like there's things in my body. Like, as as I, you know, go on my day, as I lay, as I pray, whatever it is I'm doing when I'm worshiping, I'm in constant prayer, I feel things moving in my body. Like, I'll feel things moving in my leg. I'll feel things moving in my, you know, thigh. I'll feel things moving in my calf muscles. Then I'll feel things moving in my stomach. I'll feel things moving in, you know, I'll just feel things moving in my body. And, like, in my chest, my chest gets tight. My chest starts to tighten up. And I'm fighting so hard I fight so hard to try and see an end of this but it's and that's why I can't even see myself moving forward ignoring that this is going on especially when like you know I don't know how much this affects me daily you know I think I can pretty much pinpoint how much it affects me daily but it's it's I just feel like it's unfair you know because these things would have been out of my body And these things would have been, you know, defeated by now if it weren't for different witches and, you know, Satan worshipers in my family standing in my way, standing in the way of my deliverance. They don't want me to be delivered of these demons. They're literally here constantly, you know, threatening the demons to stay, threatening the things that they place in my body not to go, making sure that they don't go. Making sure that they stay as hard as I fight. They are there. Making sure that these demons and these things stay in my body. And I don't know what to do because I'm praying so hard and I'm putting so much time and energy. It's like I'm wasting my time. And I don't know what God wants me to do because why is he allowing this to happen? You know, it feels like he should be giving me enough power to, you know, overcome whoever and whatever and I don't doubt that he has or or that he is when it comes down to like I've said plenty of times before I've had many opportunities to you know be done with this situation but I don't want to abandon certain people where they are because I don't know if they'll be okay but ultimately it might just come down to me them ended up keeping me from what I'm supposed to have And I just don't want God to let that happen to me. I know he sees that I don't want to follow through with, 
you know, when I when I have somebody in a position to kill them, I feel it in the spirit. Like, I literally be in a place where it's like, I can just kill you right now. And I stop myself because I say, you know, maybe you can be brought to, you know, repentance. And I, I, I noticed that, you know, like they they don't quit. But it's like, why don't I have it in me to just kill them? Why don't I have it in me to just finish them? Why don't I have it in me to just be done with them? Like, I just don't have it in me. I don't know why. But it's like, you know, it's the same It's the same part of me that, you know, fought so hard for them in 2020, in the end of 2020. A year ago, it's the same part of me that fought so hard for them. That can't, like, kill them, you know, or can't let them die. Because if I was just like that, then I would have just got up and walked away when Satan was demanding so much of me for their life. You know, it's not like Satan caring. Everybody else abandoned them. And I should have got up and abandoned them, too, because look at how they treat me. Look at how they're acting. They don't even want me to get my deliverance. They're steady still trying to sabotage and destroy my life when, you know, Satan was going to kill you and everybody around you who you think is rooting for you and supporting you, the audience you feel like you have, they never cared if you lived. They laughed at you. They laughed you to scorn and they was going to let you die. Nobody was going to do that for you. Matter of fact, not only did they go as far as not caring about your life and laughing at you and abandoning you, they even tried to convince me to get up and abandon you too. But this is how you continuously act. And it's like, I don't know why I don't have it in me to just let this person die. You know, and I know because of who I am and because of the attitude that I have and because of the compassion I have, my brothers and my sisters and people in this world, that God is going to always bless me. He's always going to bless me. I'm always going to be okay no matter what I have to go through. I'm always going to be okay. But I'm still tired of going through this. I don't want to go through this for seven years i don't want to have to suffer this you know all these years because you know somebody else is so miserable in their life that they want to you know destroy mine i don't feel like that's fair and i just want god to step in and and work his power in this situation i know he already is but i just want him to work his power in a way where he just removes this individual like i just want to remove this individual like Remove them from my life. Remove them from access to my life, you know? And it feels like he's trying to get me to a point where I'm able to do that. But it's like, I don't know why it feels like part of this feels like it's being instigated by God. Like, he kind of wants them, you know, torturing me like this in a way. It frustrates me so much, but it's like, my only choice is to walk away right now and abandon the entire situation and just stop caring so much. Stop caring so much about these people. Stop caring so much about, you know, this fight in the spirit all the time. And just start living like, you know, it's not a big deal. That's my only other option besides continuously suffering because I can't bring myself to, like, step on this individual. Because every single time I'm right at the point where I'm about to end them completely. I see how bad I feel for them. I see how much of a, you know, horrible position that they're in. I see how pitiful they are. But it's like I'm not 
giving this. I'm not ever showing the same mercy. So what am I doing that for? Like in order to stop the suffering, I just have to not feel bad for them anymore. And like I have a hard time doing it because, you know, I love my brother and my sister. And like, what am I supposed to do? Because it's no one without the other. There's no love of Christ and, you know, forgiveness of your sins without forgive without forgiving others without loving your other loving your brothers and sisters so there's no one without the other i can't even be who i am in god to god like he can't be working on my heart if i don't feel sympathy or feel compassion towards my brothers and my sisters so it's not my fault that I am sparing them. It's God. I know each and every single time that I really want to be done with this situation right now. And I still spare this individual. That's God sparing them. But why do I have to suffer in the process of you sparing them? Can you spare them somewhere somewhere else? I wouldn't want anybody else to have to deal with this situation but me, though. I mean, not even me. But I'm saying I wouldn't want to push the situation off on anyone else. But I just, I get so frustrated wondering, like, why doesn't God just, you know, why doesn't he just let this, you know, this individual, like, just do it for me. I'm straight up just saying, like, some people say, why would he do it for you? But why wouldn't he? Because he's not letting me. I know that's his power. That's his power stopping me. He's not letting me do it. So why won't he just do it? Because this is frustrating me. And I don't I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'm supposed to at this point. Like, because it feels like there's been some talk about, like, I've heard this thing. And this has been, like, on my heart for months ever since I heard it. Like, the, the day you walk into the hair store again. I haven't been in the hair store in a year. The day you walk into the hair store again is when it is the day that, you know, it's final or something like that. I don't know what they said, but pretty much they were saying, like, that's when they know. That's when it's final or that's when, you know, it's over with. You know, that's when the, you know, grace period, whatever it is, is over with. Is the day I walk into the hair store again. You know, I've been, I dreaded up my hair. I've been dreading up my hair and I've been not doing my hair. I've sacrificed that part of me. I used to never not be doing my hair or thinking about doing it or just like hair was my life at one point. Literally was my business and everything. And I abandoned all of that for God. So I get it when, you know, what God is saying when he's saying the day I walk into the hair store, it seems small, but it's really big because it means that I am picking back up what I put down for God. And that means that I'm abandoning my mission in a way because I realized that it was necessary to put these things down in order to get to this level with him. So I'm pretty much saying forget all this hard work, forget everything that I've done, forget that, forget the levels I've been brought to with God and everything he's revealed to me. You know, it's not working. I'm going back to what I was doing before. And it's amazing because when they when that was said to me, I, I couldn't even imagine going to a hair store. But like a week later, if not days later, I was I was about to walk right into one. And I was just like, wow, like, you know, that thought the thought of what that that warning caught me and has been keeping me from the hair store. But also at the same time, I can't help but think like 
They said the day I walk into a hair store as if it's inevitable, it's going to happen. So what am I fighting so hard not to go to one for if I'm only just delaying what's going to happen? Like I'm suffering for no reason and it just feels like it's unfair. You know, there's people out here who've just been delivered of these demons. They haven't had to go through all of this. There's people out here who don't have people standing in their way when they're trying to break generational curses off of their family. There are people out here who don't have to go through everything I'm going through. God just hands them things. But I'm having to suffer and struggle and crawl and, you know, just, you know, be drained of every last drop of anything I have to give in order to get to this. And yet still, I'm seen as entitled or spoiled or selfish. What? I don't understand what's the difference between me and these people. But you know what? God sees the difference, so I'm not going to question that. It's just a simple fact that it just like it just doesn't seem fair and... I know that God doesn't give you more than you can handle, but last year in the middle of the in the middle of last year, I literally came so close to losing my mind. I sat on the wall literally like I cannot live like this. I cannot do this anymore. And I really consider like a completely abandoning Christianity because I said to myself, what kind of God? Will want me to live like this. There's no way God would want me to. You know. Go through this. There's no way God would. You know this is what God would want for me. There's no way. He's allowing this. And he is. Because it's happening. So I said to myself you know. Honestly. Like. I just I feel like I'm, I'm like it's like at this point, like I've never believed people or listened to people who said for your health, you know, don't do as much for your health. Don't go as hard for God for your health, you know, let it go. And it's like all those times people were saying, I'm like, you don't see what I see. You don't see what God is doing here. You don't see what he's revealing to me when I work this hard, when I put this much into it. You don't see you don't know what I know. So I don't blame you for feeling that way and how you see it, but I'm just not there. I'm past that. And now I realize like like they it's just some truth to that. It's just so much truth to that. They may have been a hundred percent right. And the thing that's been keeping me from this entire entire time is like I genuinely feel like, you know, maybe like, I know that these these witches that are after me that are in my way, the last thing they want is for me to accomplish this. The last thing they want is for me to get to that level with God. The last thing they want is for me to have that. So I've been pushing on. I've been fighting so hard because they're not about to keep me from having something God wants for me. But that's the reason why I need to quit. Because how could they keep me from having something God wants for me? If they can then, you know, clearly it's not something he wanted me to have, you know, or if he really wanted me to have it and they could keep me from having it, then that's another issue that I'll just have to deal with later, you know, pertaining to God. Cause I don't feel like that even makes sense how some, a witch or a warlock can keep me from having something that he wants for me. And you did everything you possibly could. Like I get when you don't even try or you don't care, or you just feel like you're just going to have it. 
But when you did everything you possibly could to the point where you were pushed to the the limits I've been pushed to and you still don't get it, like, you know, at that point, like, I would just, I just don't know how to feel. I don't know how to feel about God because he, I don't feel like he's supposed to abandon you like that. I don't feel like he's supposed to, I don't, it doesn't matter what I feel like he's supposed to do. I just know that I can't do it. I can't do it. I really can't do it. I can't, I can't. And like, I just remember like, Earlier today, I just had this debate in my heart and in my mind, like, you know, how I feel about God and how I feel about this situation. Like, I feel like he's allowing this to continue. He's not going to do anything about what they're doing. So he's working on me, and I'm doing everything that I can, and he just feels like not doing you know, a lot for me. And it makes me look, like, stupid, makes me look dumb, like I'm trying too hard. And, like, I don't have to do all of that. And it's like, when it becomes true is the issue. It doesn't matter what it looks like. But when it becomes true is the issue for me. Is it true I really don't have to do all of this? Is it true I really just, like, dumb trying so hard? And it just feels like it's becoming true because I'm not getting anything from it. I'm not getting anything out of it anymore. And I'm really getting tired of that. So I was going to wait until I really didn't have it in me, you know, anymore and it feels like I'll be walking away from for so from so much especially when I notice like there's like so many people around me who are just you know rooting for me to give up rooting for me to fail so it just feels like it's stupid for me to just let that go and let them win but at the same time it's like I don't care anymore because I'm going through too much this is too much for one person to even be able to like carry and I don't whatever it is I'll be missing out on you know, I don't feel like it's worth it anymore. I'm really not feeling like it's worth it anymore. Like, and I don't care if I look dumb feeling like that because I'm, I don't know, you know, I could, I could have never cared and I probably would be happier right now. That's how I'm feeling, you know, and everything that God has shown me and everything that God has instilled in me, everything he's placed in me in this process you know, feels like you want to take it back every day. And so it's like, what's the point anyways? And then, you know, he's constantly letting them get such an advantage over me when I make a small mistake. I can't be perfect. I can't be perfect. I've tried my best to be perfect. And, you know, it's like I have nobody to support me. Other people have support. Other people have support. Other people have other people's support. And I don't, I don't get that. I don't get no support. This is how God intended it. God intended for me to be isolated completely with no help, no support, and no one to lean on. And then when I am feeling down, like I can't do this anymore, it's all my fault. It's all my fault. I'm a complainer. You know, I, you know, I could be doing better. And I just don't, I don't have it to give anymore. And then I realized that, you know, when I'm up, you know, there's people who are acting like they would have supported me or have my back. Then when I'm down, nobody is around. Everybody's really ready, willing, and, you know, they forget about me in a second. So I don't really feel like, I'm starting to feel like it's really not worth it. I'm really starting to feel like it's not worth it. I really am. No matter how many people would rather be in my position or really even want this, you know, I don't believe that either because, 
you know, I remember being in a certain position at a certain period of time throughout this process and just everything that they would say, like, you're you're doing way more than we ever do. Nobody else would even do this. You know, that's why you have the power. He needs you. Use that. And it's like, what am I supposed to do? Extort God? Like, no, I'd rather not extort God. I'd rather not, you know, I'd rather not be prideful or honorary or stubborn and make God feel like I need him. Excuse me, he needs me because he don't. And, you know, I don't want that to backfire. But at the same time, it's like, why does that work? It's and and when you when it comes down to, I know what it's about. It's about Satan somehow trying to instill qualities like that in me, so that he can put blackness and darkness and wickedness in my heart. Because once you start getting the idea that you're gonna extort God or that you can ever take anything from him, like he's not giving you things out of grace and mercy. That's when black, you know, darkness is placed in your heart. And Satan knows how he's working, even though he makes you, he wants you to feel like, oh, no, you know, it's about God or it's it's in the right direction. So I can, it can never be that. Or I'm okay, I'm in the clear. And in reality, you know, it's about intent. So I just suffer. I just have to suffer. And I don't understand what's, you know, how long it's going to take God to, you know, work this situation out. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing at this point, but I just know I'm really not going to be able to continue to go on with this. Like, I will wait. I will do anything. I will literally die for God, but it feels like none of that matters when it comes down to it because he's allowing this stuff to happen to me. You know, I'm doing all this for God, and I feel like I'm just being left hanging. And it's not that I feel like it. That's just what it is because... I feel a lot of things that are real. I felt a lot of things that have come to pass. I felt a lot of things, and it's not just a feeling. It's just what it is. It's just what it is. And I can't do this. I know. I know that, you know, there is so many forces around me wanting me to give up and abandon this mission. And they will benefit from that, you know, richly, obviously, which is why I'm holding on so much, you know, not so that they don't benefit, but just that I don't so that I don't disappoint or give up on God. And, you know, I'm being offered so many different things to just quit. But if it's, you know, it's not about the things it's not about, you know, it's not about winning it's just about glorifying God's name and it's just about, you know, ending up on the right side of things, ending up supporting God, never giving up on that. But he's not, I don't feel like he's supporting me in the way I should be supported where I can actually still, where I can keep sustaining this. So like, maybe he just wants me to quit. Maybe he just wants me to give up. Maybe he just wants me to, you know, maybe he just wants this to happen. You know, and then that would mean that I went and suffered all of this for no reason. That would mean that I went and suffered all of this for, you know, almost nothing. And then it feels like, you know, has God, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to think about that too much and let that sink in too much. And then I become scorned 
And then I'm like really bitter and miserable because I didn't suffer all of this, you know, in God's name. And it feels like I got nothing from it or it feels like it. I don't have to have anything from it, but it feels like I just got left without anything. Just the scars and just the pain, just the suffering. And I don't get to win. I don't get to come out this situation. Like, how is anybody supposed to feel when they did nothing wrong? All they did was, you know, like I didn't do anything wrong, you know. And then all of this stuff just falls on my life and my whole life is snatched from up underneath me. Like I lose everything and, you know, nothing is right anymore. And I'm pretty much driven crazy. And my hopes. <clears throat> Feels like everything is ruined. And then, you know, I'm just supposed to be like, okay, you know, move forward. Do the best you can and move forward with, you know, the crumbs, the rubble that you have. Like, and still, they don't even want me to have that. And it's like, I'm just left without nothing. A weak body after all of the fighting. After all of everything I've been through. I feel like nobody cares. So, I don't know. You know? I really don't know. But the main thing that's been on my heart and really hurting me. is like. How it feel like, you know. After turning down $2 million, and I hate that I keep bringing up this money part, but, you know, after turning down $2 million, after literally fighting Satan, after, you know, overcoming what happened, you know, in 2020, where they tried to kill me, after overcoming all of that, you know, this could still be, like, I could still easily lose anything just as simply and this easily like this like after everything i've been through it could still mean nothing i mean it means so much to me so it's never gonna mean nothing but you know i could still be without resources i could still you know be left you know without nothing no no chance no stability no nothing like even with god like, that is the most frustrating part to me. But I try my best to see it from God's perspective. Like, God is saying, like, if you know that they don't want you to have this so much, then why aren't you doing what I'm t telling you to do? Like, how could you, after seeing everything that they're doing and everything that they, you know, all, with all, everything this world consists of, how wicked they are, take for granted how serious it is to listen to me and be obedient? Take for granted, you know, everything that I've shown you, you need to be doing. But it's like, I just feel like, how much can my body take? How much can I take before I just cannot, you know, at, before I just give up? How much can one person take? And it feels like God is not supporting me as much as he could be. I don't have enough support. So, you know, I guess I'm supposed to just not care. <laughs> 